Did you know that every week I give a free mini master IEP coach training? You can get on the list to make sure that you never miss one at iepmasterclass.com. Now take a listen to this week's Master IEP Coach mini training, where we talk all about how to help parents become more involved in the IEP process. Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher. Welcome to your mini Master IEP Coach training. I'm excited to talk today about how to get parents more involved in the IEP process. I know a lot of times in our special education community, we're talking about that parent, that parent that is possibly loud, possibly sending many emails. And you know what? That absolutely sometimes is necessary, but we can go all the way kind of in the other direction. And there's a lot of parents that are not involved in the IEP process. And that concerns a lot of teachers. So a teacher asked me inside of the master IEP coach mentorship, she's becoming a master IEP coach. She says, what can I do to help parents be more involved? Now, whether you are already involved, you're a parent, you're already involved, or you're a teacher and you're like, all my students' parents are involved. These three strategies help every parent, no matter what level of involvement you are at. Now, first of all, I want you to keep in mind that it's not always possible for parents to be a participant in the IEP process. And that's not just because of maybe some obvious things like a language barrier or the IEP meeting times don't work. I'm going to share with you that inside of our disability community, remember, I'm a special needs sibling. Many times there's a lot of grief or there's a lot of problem solving when it comes to medical issues, which means there's a lot of medical appointments. There's a lot of things that are happening, possibly in a marriage or in a family or just in other circumstances. So just remember, no judgment to the parent who can't be fully involved in this season in their life. So let's talk about how we can help make this easier. The first step that I want you to take is to make sure that every parent knows the purpose of an IEP. I talk about this all the time. This is the full foundation of the Master IEP Coach Mentorship. It's not just to provide a free and appropriate public education, but it's also to meet a child's unique needs and to make sure that they are prepared for further education, employment, independent living. See, when we go to this bigger picture, it gives a lot of aha moments. It gives a lot of thinking to the bigger picture that this isn't just one meeting to decide, you know, what's going to happen in the next 12 months or what's the next reading goal, math goal, social skills goal. This is about the bigger picture and making sure that every child is prepared for further education, employment, independent living. So it's important for us to express that every year to every team member on the IEP, including parents because this is a big piece that is missing in our special education conversation. So you can do that in a variety of different ways. It could be a note that is sent home. It could be a video message that a teacher puts together and can send to all of the students' parents. It can be through a phone call, all different ways to distribute this information of what an IEP really is, but it's not just an IEP meeting that we hear about where you know people come to the table and decide small increments that don't have necessarily that larger focus. 
All right, we wanna restructure our thinking process about the IEP and make sure that everybody knows why it's important that they're there at the table because this can be exciting things. When we write IEP goals in the right way for the real world, it's actually exciting to both implement them and of course, watch our students or our children reach those goals. So number one is set the foundation for the IEP, the purpose for the IEP and make sure that parents know. Number two, the second thing that you wanna do for a parent who possibly is not as involved in the IEP process as you would like them to be, as a teacher, you absolutely can create some type of form that is more simple than you think it should be. Here's what I mean by that. A lot of times you're speaking in educational jargon and you don't even know it. So you have to be able to prompt parents with questions like, what do you see your child doing in the future during the day after school is over, meaning like after age 22? During the day, what would you hope for them to be doing during the day? Not just what kind of job do you think they're gonna get? Because there's a lot of things that a child can do during the day, right? There's social activities, there's sporting events, there's community, um, perhaps uh, events or classes that are happening. Of course, there could be a job too. So I want you to really prompt a parent for whatever grade level you're at uh, to make sure that you're asking questions that are three to five years out, but that are not overwhelming to a parent. So that means kind of fill in the blank and help them imagine what is possible and let them know you're on their team to make this happen. That there's things that you can do in fourth grade to make sure that high school is gonna be successful. There's things that you can do in high school to make sure that age 25 is gonna be successful. So it's important for you to let the parent know that you're on their team and that you give them fill in the blank kind of visionary statements to help them get excited and help show you where you could be focusing as an educator. Because so many times we get stuck in that whole, well, the curriculum says we have to learn. Absolutely, we need curriculum. We need research-based methods inside of our classroom, but we also need to make sure that we are preparing for further education, employment, independent living, which means that's the stuff that we can talk to parents about. Because it's not about making sure we have the right educational jargon in this back and forth communication of, hey, I'm preparing for your child's IEP. There's some things that I would love to know. And then talk about hobbies, talk about what um, morning routines look like, talk about what evening routines look like right now and in the future. Talk about maybe a, a family loves to travel and they feel like they can't travel. You need to talk about those struggles and say, okay, What's the what's the struggle when it comes to travel? Because things like waiting in line or um, independent leisure skills, like being able to uh, kill time while you're sitting at the airport or the plane got delayed, or being able to communicate with a variety of different people, being able to experience new foods. Those are all things that go along with travel, but those are also things that a teacher can help with in school, that an IEP team can help support. Parents don't know that. Some of you guys do that are listening. But I'm telling you that I've been doing this for over 25 years. I stand in rooms full of parents all the time. And when I share this information, it's like, what? I never thought about asking the teacher that or the speech therapist that or the occupational therapist that. I'm like, yes, go. Your team will get excited when they find out they can partner with you on reaching some of these exciting goals to prepare for the future. 
Now, the third thing that I want you to do, and we've gotten really good at this over the last 18 months in education, is to make sure that parents have an alternative way to attend the IEP meeting if coming to the building is not feasible. You know, a lot of times we're multitasking as special needs parents with, uh, you know, toddlers at home and again, medical appointments and things that need to get done that quite honestly, just have to take priority on certain days or they can't get a babysitter or, or, or. Like there's all, all these reasons, okay? And that's okay because we have this beautiful thing called technology that we need to be using better in special education. Does that mean that we have to make the entire IEP meeting Zoom? No, that doesn't mean that. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't provide an alternative IEP meeting. Do you know I've attended hundreds, probably close to a thousand, but hundreds of IEP meetings by phone well before video was a thing. So I uh, have a daughter who has recovered from childhood epilepsy and I've been working this you know, career here for over 20 years, right? I shared that with you. But within that, I had a very medically complex child at home and I was trying to figure out how to attend IEP meetings for my clients. So I was attending virtually before virtual was cool. So it's absolutely possible to give an alternative way. So oh, you can't come here. Okay. Is there, could you come here by phone? Can we give you an alternative way to show up? So do not shy away from continuing to offer alternative ways for a parent to participate in the IEP process. So there's three steps for you that you can take right away to make sure that you as a parent, you're fully involved in the IEP process and for my teachers. You can implement these and take three steps forward towards helping parents who perhaps are just not participating fully at this time, participate more and have more input. It's never gonna be perfect. This whole IEP process is never gonna be perfect, but we can always do things to make it better. So if you liked this training, guess what? <laughs> you would love the Master IEP Coach Mentorship. I wanna make sure that you run over to masteriepcoach.com, drop your name and email, and I'll send you a welcome guide to the Master IEP Coach Mentorship so you can see if it's right for you. I hope to see you inside of the Master IEP Coach Mentorship and never forget that the entire purpose of a child's IEP is to provide a free and appropriate public education that meets their unique needs, that prepares them for further education, employment, and independent living. I'll see you next time.